Perfect. Okay, don't tell me. No, that's, that's awesome. You should totally say it. <laughs> Welcome to Fresh Takes by Total Expert, designed to get you up, get you moving, and propel your business forward. Hit the pavement with us as we connect you to financial services experts, get their take on the state of the industry, and leave with actionable insights. Here's your host, Total Expert Chief Customer Officer, Sue Woodard. Hey, welcome everybody. It's Sue Woodard here. I'm so glad to have you with us. Hopefully you are out and about getting some fresh air with another fresh edition of Fresh Takes. Um, Joining me today is Tony Thompson from NAMBA, which is the National Association of the Minority Mortgage Bankers of America. Welcome, Tony. So glad to have you with us. Hey, first of all, Sue, thank you for having me on Fresh Taste. And anytime I get a chance to kind of connect and, 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 and hang out with you, you know, I always, uh, I always love it and I'm excited about it. So thanks again. Oh, we're glad to have you. And I want to tell for everybody listening, you know, I don't know who doesn't know you, Tony, quite honestly, but I'm going to give your official bio. Um, Tony Thompson is the founder and CEO of NAMBA. Again, the National Association of Minority Mortgage Bankers of America. And NAMBA is a purpose-driven organization that is dedicated to the inclusion of women and minorities in the mortgage industry who are advocates for sustainable home home ownership in local communities. And their mission is to increase the engagement of women and minorities in the mortgage industry by being actively involved at the local, state, and national level of the Mortgage Bankers Association. Tony, just such good work you're doing out there. Well, we are excited. We're having fun. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, we and and our industry have an opportunity to do some great things right now. So that's what we're trying to do is move our industry forward. I love it. And we're going to dig into some details with you. But before we do, um, those of you who have listened to Fresh Takes a bit so far, you know that we love to work in you know, a little something different with our table talks cards. We've got these decks of cards that we use at our events, kind of more personal questions just to, you know, learn something a little different. So I, I picked out a table talk card for you, Tony, and it is, what did you dream of being when you were growing up? Oh, wow. Wow. Really? What'd you, mean, yeah. What did you, you really mean? want to know that answer? I totally want to know that answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when I was growing up, my dream, I wanted to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to be Mike the man. And I, I, I mean, I thought like, wow, I want to impact and make people uh, just, you know, feel so great like he did all over the world from all ethnicities. And uh, Mike was my hero in terms of just his music and his ability to connect with just diverse people from across the world. And so I was like, man, if I could just sing, I could help make people's day and brighten up people's lives. So I, I thought I, you know, and I tried to sing, but I'm sure you know that uh, I was nowhere near the talent that Michael wasn't, and I definitely couldn't dance. So, you know, my, my dream came, you know, to a halt. So now we use Namba <laughs> as my vehicle for, for touching people and, 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 and you know, certainly uh, impacting lives. Oh, my gosh. I, I love that answer. And I love that it wasn't just about, honestly, the, you know, the dance moves, the one glove, the stardom. But it was, you know, I love that it was about connecting people because that's that's you. That's who you are. That's what you've done so incredibly well. I wish I had such a good answer. I have to tell you, you'll never guess what I dreamed of becoming when what I was, was growing that? up. An over-the-road truck driver. 
Wow. And I'm not even joking. No, I totally. <laughs> like I remember we'd go on road trips as a kid and I'd see these truckers and they were seeing the world and like they were driving all over and they had their yeah. cool CDs and, you know, got to sleep in the back of their cabs. I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Well, so I have to say yours is much more noble. So I'm sure being an over the road truck driver, you have the best all-time greatest movie that I love, Smokey and the Bandits. Have you ever heard of that? Absolutely, of course. So what would your handle would what would your handle been, Sue, if you were a truck driver? That's what I want to know. Oh my gosh. I don't even I gotta think about that one for a minute. My okay. handle. I'll come up with an answer by the end. Tell you Sounds what. Great. So Sounds great. <laughs> so let's uh let's hit the road, so to speak, and uh, dive into some of the the cool cool things that you're doing out there. And just you know, again, so many people listening are familiar with NAM and the work that you're doing there is so powerful in opening the door, especially for minorities in the mortgage banking industry. Now, I know a lot has been done. But we've got a long ways to go to really even the playing field. And I know a report from NAR, um, the National Association of Realtors, shows that there continues to be a racial homeownership gap. So, you know, in this age, uh, especially when we're thinking about digital marketing and how do we reach um, more homeowners, what do you think lenders need to understand about connecting with that multicultural market to grow their homeownership? Well, first of all, I think it's important for our industry to understand that when we increase home ownership and across uh, communities across our country, we're actually making communities better. And, you know, we as mortgage bankers, um, we impact people's lives very positively by helping them to achieve their dream of home ownership. And so we have a, a role indirectly where we can impact communities and cities across this country by helping uh, those who are in various uh, communities of various ethnicities uh, to understand the road and the journey to home ownership, and then most importantly, to help them down that journey uh, to home ownership. Yeah, I mean, you know, the home ownership is is you know it's the quintessential American dream, right? But there's still so many people that haven't been able to achieve that yet, and I think you know it's it's exciting to hear you talk about it, and just the work that you're doing is so important because I think sometimes we almost as as lenders lose sight of the really powerful work we're doing because when we're getting people into homes, that's where their life happens, right? That's where family happens. That's where you know you laugh and you cry and you you know your life happens in your home, and it's it's a big deal. Yeah, but it's also a, a big opportunity from a business standpoint. And, and so, you know, being a mortgage banker, I get it. And I understand that we and what we try to do is help our partners and help the industry understand we can do good by doing good. And, and so there is a, a another side of the story to say, when you look at the, the gap and disparity in some communities of color as a lender, as a, a business owner, as a business entity, this also represents a great opportunity for that institution to tap in and actually help move the needle in those marketplaces, while also at the same time helping to grow their company and supporting their employees in the communities that they live in. It's an all-around win-win for the employees, for our communities, and for our companies in the industry. Yeah. You know, it's one of the reasons I remain passionately in love with the mortgage industry, because what we do is so much more important than just, you know, it's not like we're just making, you know, pens or, you know, what have you. We're like, we're making homes happen 
for our communities. We're impacting our communities. So, you know, Tony, as we as we talk about that, you know, the digital lending experience and enabling, you know, very personalized experiences to help more people obtain home ownership. You know, a big part of that kind of ties to data and the rise of artificial intelligence. Okay. So shifting gears a little bit, but, you know, a Forbes study found that 75% of firms have at least one customer facing solution that's driven by AI. And I'd love to hear your perspectives on how AI actually does impact that multicultural market in terms of home ownership. Well, I think for, for, for me, one of the things that I'm excited about is that technology can play a big part in helping to increase home ownership by identifying and helping companies who want to understand more about uh, the impacts of AI and how it can identify uh, opportunities to connect with um, potential homeowners and help those homeowners, uh, I think is a great thing. However, I think our industry also needs to be very careful in regards to the use of AI and how we approach AI from underwriting perspectives from some of the what I call Sue the unintended consequences of if you don't have women, if you don't have uh, other ethnicities that are engaged in writing the algorithms that are engaged in writing the rules, then the very algorithm and tool that you were hoping to use to actually have a benefit could very well also end up being a detriment to people by automatically, mm-hmm. uh, unintentionally, hopefully, um, the you know, uh, putting them out of a position to get qualified to own a home. You know, it's such an interesting point. I was just reading an article about that the other day, talking about unconscious bias and even in, you know, with, with engineering and how to exactly your point, how some of the algorithms are built and some of the data models, you know, making sure that there's a, a real, um, you know, a mix of people involved in um, creating those things. Yes. Just because, again, your your brain works in a certain way with your perspective and your your experience that you bring to the table. And so I think that's just a fascinating point to really um, question some of those things and, and be aware of where some unintentional or unconscious bias could come into play. Yeah, I would say because as we move forward and you think about the new gig economy, you think about um, consumers having multiple jobs, multiple family members, Um, We are more so now as an industry having to understand decisions are not made in a box. Decisions are actually made outside the box now as we move forward more so than in the box. And in the box is your standard, your cookie cutter W-2 employee. Um, You know, with remote environment, we may have employees now being able to take tax deductions for their home offices, for the computer and the paper and all the things that they have to buy to support and do and perform their roles, which could essentially really, uh, you know, have a a dramatic impact on qualifications on how we used to qualify a applicant in the past. And now we have to bring the 21st century into how companies look at applying uh, the credit applying the capacity of a potential uh, uh, client or applicant in terms of homeowner affordability. You know, Tony, you're always looking to the future. And I love this. You're always taking it to the next level. And, you know, with that in mind, you know, where I want to head next is really talking about how you're not only doing so much for multicultural groups, but you're paving the way for the next generations um, that are kind of taking over the workforce and also coming in for home ownership. And that's millennials, right? I know you've done a lot of work with millennials with our friend Kristen Messerly, who I think you're actually... um, 
you're in LA visiting her right absolutely. now, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's absolutely. wonderful. Well, I know you've done a lot of cool work together there. So talk a little bit about your Mission 2025 program, which I've had a little um, you know, experience with at some of the cool things that you've done. But talk a bit about this, this amazing program that you're doing to help college students and recent graduates. So it's probably not even just millennials. This is getting into uh, our uh, our friends, Jen, Jen, uh, Gen Z, I almost said Gen X, but Gen Z, um, landing jobs in the financial services industry. So talk a little bit more about what it is first, and then I really want you to explain how folks listening can get involved. Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, Sue, um, you know, when we think about how everyone or most people got into our industry, we all know that many of us fell into the industry. And so from that standpoint, one of the ways that we are going to close the home ownership gap is to make sure that we can reach out and first uh, make sure that young people know the importance of financial literacy, as well as they see and have a vision that they too can own their home and create, um, you know, begin to create wealth through home ownership right when they graduate out of college. And so. Through that, our Mission 2025 aims to do two things across the country. First, it aims to connect young, bright, talented minds who are working and going into other industries to introduce them to our exciting industry in which we impact positively lives, millions of lives every year and have them to be a part of coming to join this industry of impacting lives and making a difference. So we want to launch chapters on college campuses in public, private, and community colleges, because everyone doesn't go to a a UCLA or everyone doesn't go to an NC State or a a, a large state university. There's great talent in the community college system as well. And so we want to connect with those students where they are, which is on campus. And then secondly, we want to educate them about the exciting opportunities that we have in our industry. And so our goal with the Mission 2025 is to make sure that we can help bridge the gap to home ownership through financial literacy, as well as to helping great students uh, understand the impact that we make so that they can also come and impact our industry for the next decades to come. Tony, you know, the, the brilliance of what you're talking about, it, it, it's so it's one of these blinding flashes of the obvious. The number of people that I've talked to that have come out of college and said, why did nobody talk to me about the mortgage industry? You know, why did nobody really talk about it? And it's it's amazing to me, especially when you do think about just there's so many cool jobs and there's cause involved in it, too. Right. Like I know just, you know, particularly for millennials and, and Gen Z, they tend to, you know, really want to make sure that they're working for a company that they believe in the cause what's a better cause than home ownership? And it still is amazing to me that so few college students are being educated about the mortgage industry. So you're really spearheading something, I, I think, special that is going to catch fire and, and go pretty far. Yeah, we're, we're excited about it. But, you know, here's the, the goal and here's the hope, um, Sue. We have so much work to do in our industry. And, you know, as I talk to CEOs and also as I just talk to people who are in our industry, I said each one of us can make a difference by giving back and paying it forward uh, and finding the next you 
to come into this industry, um, you know, to help make our industry better than, than when we first came into it ourselves. I love that. Find find the next you because we all got it. We all got somebody who is and many somebodies in some cases giving us a hand to help us get to, um, you know, get get to the next level in our career. Right. So doing that for the for the next Think person, about the next ex, the next total expert president 20 years from now saying I was in college and I heard this young lady named Sue Woodard come speak to my class and she was talking about her journey and I was getting ready to go work for Google, but I said, I want to work in the mortgage industry. And now I'm the president of Total Mortgage, the CEO of Total Mortgage, all because she heard from Sue Woodard, Sue's story. I love it. I love that. What we can do. I love you just said she is the next president too. That's that's awesome. Absolutely. That's why, <laughs> that's why we're here at NAMBA. We want well, to grow our industry. And here's the question I want to ask you. My final question is always, you know, for the folks listening who I know you've got just so motivated and inspired right now, if they can walk away with one action item, um, I'm going to ask what it would be, but I, I would love if you could, you know, share even if it's a couple of things, great, but let us know how can people get involved in the Mission 2025 program? What would that look like? And then if you have any other action items, uh, share those as well. Yeah, you, you know, first of all, uh, there are two things that people can do. And, and, and first, I'll start at the top of the house for leaders. Um, if you're a leader out there and you believe that last year was your best year ever, and you want to plant a seed to make a difference in some thousands of students' lives, connect with NAMBA and have your company support our Mission 2025 through our NAMBA Foundation, because the only way we're going to help and reach thousands and thousands of students is by having the industry to stand up and say, we as an industry want to use this decade to do better and do good than last decade. And if you're not a CEO, you're Tony Thompson, you're Sue Woodard, you're a person who's in the industry, no matter what segment that you work for, if you believe that you want to help someone else intentionally know about the great opportunities in the careers that you've had, whether you are a processor, a loan originator, uh, operations manager, someone wants to hear your story, connect with us, join NAMBA, be a member so that you too can be an ambassador for our industry. And as we roll out these college uh, chapters, Sue, we're going to need hundreds and thousands of industry professionals to go into the local communities and give back and tell their story. I love it. Well, I know you've got me fired up. <laughs> We're so excited to be a great partner with you, Tony, and to do even more in the years to come. Um, and so for people who want to get in touch with you and learn more about NAMBA, is just going to the website the best place? NAMBA.org, uh, N-A-M-M-B-A.org, or you can always just reach me directly at Tony.Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N, at NAMBA.org. I love it. You always make yourself available, Tony. And I'm sure hoping that we get a chance to see each other in living color at conferences sometime this year. That'll be my hope. Um, but I'm just so thankful for the time that we had together today. And to, to circle back for a second to my my handle, my trucker handle before yeah. we sign off today, Go I can tell you, nothing really came to mind. But I did think of another great movie like Smokey and the Bandit. Um do you remember Pee Wee Herman's like Pee Wee Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Okay. Large Marge. 
Remember the trucker large march? Oh, That's the only trucker handle that came to me. I don't know if it fits me or not, but yes. uh, I don't know. I'll work on it. But uh, Tony, it is always truly a joy to spend time with you. And um, any parting words for our guests today before we sign off? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing I'm going to plant a seed, Sue, you mentioned, first of all, uh, we all have missed seeing each other at conferences and events. And so while we don't know exactly what the future holds, uh, for those who are out there, I'm going to ask you to put a save to date, September the 16th through the 19th. If everything goes well, NAMBA will be having and celebrating its fifth anniversary at our annual Connect Conference in Atlanta, Georgia. And we are optimistically, cautiously excited that this will be one of the biggest first events of the industry. We've had a lot of companies to, to reach out and engage with us. So September the 16th through the 19th, Atlanta, Georgia, come safely connect with us and help us celebrate our fifth anniversary and begin to move forward and, and uh, make some things happen for 2021 and beyond. Tony, I know people can only hear us. They can't see us, but I'm just like doing a happy dance. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. I am putting it on my calendar and hope all of our listeners will do the same as well. Tony, so great to have you today. Thank you so much. And for all of you listening in, um, thank you for joining us. Hopefully you got some steps in while you're out there getting some fresh air yes. and listening to these fresh takes. Um, Tony, blessings to you. And hey, to everybody out there, be on the lookout for another new episode of Fresh Takes coming soon. Bye, everybody. You're a rock star. No, 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 no. Oh no, my no. god! Seriously, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> excited. I'm happy. I'm like, you know, I'm I mean, just don't saying, I... I just start crying every time I start talking these days. I just want to cry. I gotta fix that. <laughs> <laughs>